Kingway Fox Beard Lock is acting very weird Captain Pike Cisco's wife Klingons and the afterlife Boimler Tendy's dog Ransom is very harsh Four drive Black alert Giorgio has gone berserk Need your bad left, Edward is an idiot, Fox is dead, Wolf is wed, Chekhov's wearing red. Data's cat, Kempak's hat, Q has had enough of that, beam me up, make it so, everybody let's go. We are Well, good evening, Trekkies and Trekkers around the globe. No matter where you're listening to us from, we appreciate it very much. Thank you for that. It is Monday night. It is 7.30 p.m. Eastern Coast Time. That means we're live. That means you can let your fingers do the walking and give us a call at 646-668-2433. And what, pray tell, are we talking about tonight, Uncle Jim? Why would I want to call you? Because tonight we're talking about something that I think is near and dear to just about every Star Trek fan out there. We're talking about playmates. We're talking about action figures. And who hasn't, well, who hasn't walked down the aisles of Toys R Us? Oh, well, Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. Of KB Toys. Yes, Wait, KB Toys doesn't exist anymore. Who hasn't uh, walked Walmart. down the aisles of Walmart or Target <laughs> and, uh, and seen all the Star Trek figures on the shelves back in the day? And just you couldn't help but flip through them and pick out your favorite and just see how they looked and push all the buttons on the starships to hear all the sound effects that they make and flip open the communicator and all that great stuff. So we're going to talk about that tonight. But before we get too far, I need to introduce to you guys my Trexperts, and we'll start off with Charles. Charles is out in Vegas. How you doing, Charles? I'm doing good. A lot of people out here survived Star Trek Las Vegas and are leaving just in time for the heat wave to start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going into that here, too, so I, I can feel your pain. Oh, you're going to get to 182? No, no. We, well, for us, it's, it's pretty warm. And uh, we also have with us our very own Eric. Eric is out in Portland. How you doing, Eric? I'm doing pretty good, guys. I'm uh, back on my home turf here, but uh, the hour at which I had to awaken myself this morning translated means that I've been awake 14 hours already, so I'm going to be here oh. about 9 o'clock tonight. So. Dude. Wow. <laughs> wow. Holy but, guacamole. Uh, I was realizing we need to update our song because it says comics, books, and games. We go beyond the show, but we have to include toys now. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to, you'll have to re-record our, our intro again. <laughs> and, guys, we have with us our very own Paul the Toy Guy. And this will be his show. This is our first show, The Toy Chest, where we're going to talk about all the new products that are available. And uh, just as a little teaser for the future, I have reached out to Playmates, and Playmates is going to get us somebody to come on this podcast to talk with us about producing these toys and how they pick the figures, how they pick the poses, how they pick the clothing, how they paint them, all that great fun stuff. 
And so keep your eyes peeled on our Facebook page because as soon as I have some information on that, I will get that out to you guys. So if this is something you're interested in, you definitely want to hang around for a future show because to my knowledge, I don't recall, uh, maybe you guys can help me out here. I don't recall ever hearing a toy producer on a podcast talking about Star Trek toys, at least not me anyways. So I think it might be a first. So you definitely it don't will want to be a day that. long remembered. It, it, it <laughs> will be a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you guys remember uh, back in the day, back in the nineties, uh, playmates pretty much ruled the world with star Trek. Uh, I, I, I dare I say they must've had a hundred figures out at the time. They had the enterprise. Uh, they had the Klingon bird of prey. They had the Romulan bird of prey. Uh, they had the Vorcha, they had the Romulan Warbird, they had the Enterprise NX-01, they had communicators, they had phasers, they had tricorders. They had it all going on in the 90s. And that was a long time ago. And they're back, which I think is pretty exciting. And uh, the first wave includes eight figures uh, from across Star Trek Discovery. We're going to have, we're going to see Commander Saru and Science Officer Burnham, which I believe... I believe Paul has in his hands, correct? Dude, I'm going to take you through the whole gamut here and give you a little tour of everything we have. So by all All means, we're going to, we're going to get crazy. It's going to be fun. All right. We're also, we also are due to have Admiral Kirk, Captain Spock and Khan. And to follow that all up, we're going to have some TNG figures, Commander Data, Captain Picard and um, Commander Riker. And they're going to come in something called nostalgic packaging and universe packaging. I don't know exactly what that means, but oh, I'll um, be happy to I'll, tell you. <laughs> we'll walk us through that. All these figures are one fourteenth scale with fourteen points of articulation. So that is what we're talking about tonight. So if that excites you and uh, and you'd like to join our conversation, please please join us and uh, tell us what you thought about the figures. So without any further ado, I'm going to turn the show over to uh, a friend of mine. Uh, How'd he get here? How'd he get here? (laughs) Jim's pushing buttons. He's stealing uh, spoiler alerts. He's totally out of his mind. (laughs) Oh my God. Does that need to play through or can we shut it off? Oh my God. That's kind of play that show. Well, I can tell you, friends, it, there might be a subconscious reason why that sound clip is playing because one of the figures we're going to talk about tonight is a Rathacon figure. So I think it's, it's almost appropriate. I don't know if we'll start there initially, but we'll certainly get there at some point and do a little comparison shopping, old versus new. I got to tell you, friends, uh, it is a big exciting thing for me the world of collecting toys and action figures for a long long time i don't want to date myself too badly but uh no one else will uh but uh going back before uh playmates even started dabbling in the star trek universe here but uh uh just to kind of recap a little bit and build off of what jim did as our intro here playmates started releasing uh star trek figures with next generation figures right and at this point they started with the first figures coming out in 1992. 
I don't know if everyone can uh, remember back that far, but uh, it's kind of shocking when you do the math for some of us. And I was like, that's 30 years ago, brother. Come on. Has it really been that long? And you realize, wow, it really has been that long. And at that point, uh, Next Gen had been on the air since, what, 1987. So it had been airing for a good long time, had built up a lot of fan uh, excitement. And so they had roughly you know three four seasons to work off of when they started producing the toys i think they were actually up to like had completed season five so they had a deep well of content and beloved characters at that point that they could start uh, rolling out figures for and boy did playmates roll them out uh it was they started off with next generation and then very soon after that, after they'd gotten most of the core characters out there, they started diving into uh, other arms of the franchise. Deep Space Nine started producing a lot of figures because that had a huge fan base as well. Before you knew it, they were doing, by 1994, uh, Star Trek Generations, the motion picture came out, and they started releasing uh, figures from uh, that arm of the motion picture era of the franchise. And Next Gen was still going strong. So there was just tons and tons of figures coming out. I mean, quite literally several hundred and of course where a lot of my excitement lies is they started to finally go in and do figures from the original classic series which are some of the most fantastic star trek action figures i think ever uh so let's talk about some of what we've had in the past and let's go in and look at some of the new ones playmates hasn't had the license for a while so other toy companies have it's not like we had no star trek action figures during this 30 years right other companies would come in occasionally and take a shot at it. Um, there was a time when toy company Mezco, people were talking about high-end figures, was, was doing some Star Trek figures, but they only did a handful. And it was very frustrating for uh, collectors such as myself because they did Kirk, they did Spock, they teased McCoy at like a toy fair, but they never released McCoy. So it's like, how can you have two and not three? So very, very frustrating, right? And we were all kind of going, okay. And then McFarlane comes in. I loved all these toy companies. There's no, no snubs against them. McFarlane came in. They did a couple from the, the JJ movies. They did uh, uh, Kirk and Spock. And they did like a classic original series Kirk. And they did classic uh, Picard, right? Reiki and flute era uh, from the inner light. But then they stopped, and it's just like, you got to kill me here. And the only other toy company that really was going gangbusters was back when Diamond Select had the license, and they were doing a whole different scale of action figures, big six-inch, seven-inch style action figures, and they did quite a few. But when you hold them up compared to today's, uh, they don't necessarily have aged super well. They're, they're pretty good, I think, but uh, especially around the face sculpts, it could be a little... Uh, a little lacking sometimes. So I, I think people have had a hunger to get back to getting their regular fix of Star Trek figures, especially given how much wonderful new Star Trek content that's been coming out on Paramount Plus in the last couple of years. So Playmates saw the opportunity. Uh, they got their license back, and they will hopefully, hopefully be bringing out the same quantity of figures and the same variety of different arms of Star Trek universe that they did uh back in the day, because I think fans are ready for it. They're really ready to dive in. So uh, as Jim said, we've got three arms of Star Trek represented in this first wave of new figures. They're not all out yet, but I am fortunate enough to have four of them right here on my desk in front of me tonight, representing all three arms. We've got from the next generation, we've got Lieutenant Commander Data. And this is what uh, Jim is referring to as that nostalgic packaging. The card backs look exactly like they did uh, right down to the font. 
I mean, exactly like they did back in 1992 when they first did them. The, the accessories are packed the same way. What's different about these figures is that they have updated the figures themselves using more modern technology. So I've got my old 1992 data here, and I've not, I've, it's taken more self-control than I can tell you, friends, but I have not opened any of these figures until now. So I'm going to stick a knife here into the blister of Lieutenant Commander Data, the new one from Playmates. Bring him out there. And he's held in place with a couple of wacky elastic bands. So I have to get my scissors out here and carefully cut those to release the poor android from his plastic prison. And we'll hold these up and compare and see what's going on. And I know this is not TV, it's not radio, but you had a little bit of a preview on the Facebook page here tonight. And we'll put up a lot more pictures uh, later tonight or tomorrow showcasing all these different figures so you can, can see. So you're going to have to content yourself with my descriptions, and hopefully I can uh, get figures in your mind's eye. They really, I, I guess shoplifting is still a thing because he's really wrapped in here good. <laughs> I was going to ask Some you, things Paul, never you remember, do you remember if back in the day if they were packaged with all kinds of rubber bands and stuff like they are these days? I'm pretty sure they had some. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they did. I mean, blister packaging, I mean, you know, toys are pretty accessible and there's, you know, the impulse for a young pair of hands to get a hold of them has always been strong. But uh, I think a lot of times what they used to do, Eric, is they would use this hard plastic that had a wire in it and not super environmentally friendly, right? Because you've got all these wires and stuff. You can't really recycle them. And, uh, and now it's just kind of like stiff plastic that's easily cut. I mean, if you pulled hard enough, I'm sure you could get them out of there. Wow, he's out, friends. Lieutenant Data is out. And I'm going to take a look at this and compare and do a little examination of the accessories and tell you what's the same. Um, a lot of this uh, is very exciting, and a lot of it is new. Um, a couple things that folks probably remember from the old Playmates figures from the 90s is when they first came out, they had like kind of a hard, uh, almost like a sheath or a pocket on their hips to hold their tricorders, right? That was permanently attached to the figure. So you always had those there. Um, the original release data on here had a couple of different uh, little hinged openings on him, on his arm, and on his back uh, that you could open and see Data's circuitry, right? So you can see that he was, in fact, an android. I'm not seeing any of that on this new uh, Lieutenant Commander Data. So none of those little pop-open hatches, which just means that they can make another Data in the future that does. So good, good at work, Playmates. We, we, we like how you handled that. I'm looking at the very back of Data, and he's got kind of the... Uh, on the back of his tunic, he's got like the Playmates serial number, Made in China, all that good stuff, CBS, what have you. Um, so let's do a little hold up here. I would say, generally speaking, the paint's pretty good on these, especially with the details of his rank pips and his uh, badge communicator are really nicely painted with pretty good details. The face sculpt is much better. Uh, if you look on the, a post we did a little while ago, on the Facebook page, you can see the before, you know, old versus new. And this is a much better uh, rendering of uh, Brent Spiner's likeness here in Data's guise. The, the, some of the paintwork is a little soft, you know, because this is a, I should mention right out of the gate, friends, if you're contemplating buying these figures, um, these do not seem to have been hit by inflation at all. They are still extremely affordable and not getting any kind of price gouging here like a, 
uh, folks who collect other toys franchises for other non-Star Trek things have seen the prices go through the roof, and I'm not seeing that happen here at all. These are super cheap. You can get what's available on Amazon really inexpensively. So, you know, like 12 bucks a pop, basically. So not too shabby. 12.99. 12.99. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, if Spock, I, 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 miss, I forgot how it is. Stickler for details you are. Sir. That was Vulcan logic and everything. Uh, so the likeness is good. Uh, I'm sure the likeness can only get better as they get more feedback and uh, get in here. But it's a it's a big step up from what they did in the past. The paint's pretty bright, um, pretty solid. I would say it's uh, not as glossy as the old Playmates paint, which might be a good thing. Looks a little more realistic. Uh, on the old Playmates, they always used to have one of the trademarks for them was there would be a production number of the individual figure on the bottom of the feet. And I'm seeing what looks to be an equivalent of that on the bottom of the feet here and little openings so you can display them on the uh, stand that they come with. All of these figures come with a display stand that is like the uh, Star Trek Delta Shield, the little peg that goes right in there. So if you're not good at standing up your figures without said display stand, you're going to be okay because Playmates has got you hooked up. Uh, They've always been very generous with the accessories and that doesn't seem to have changed here at all. So uh, let's see what we got going on here. I'd say the big deal that really, really, really stands out, friends, and this is under the good news category, is figure articulation, okay? Uh, Playmates did some that were uh, pretty well articulated, where the uh, elbows and uh, mid-bicep would swivel, uh, the knees would bend, but they always kind of had like an awkwardness to the uh, way the legs would bend out from the hip. And... Uh, we're going to do an acid test right here on the show because I've not tried this out before. I don't know if this is going to work, so we will see. But uh, this looks to be extremely well-articulated figure with way more bendability and pose options than the uh, previous figures did. The wrists turn on here. You can get the uh, uh, armpits to swing all the way out, 90 degrees, head turns around. Um, nothing. The joints are not loose. They move really, really effortlessly and looks good. Big complaint with all the old Playmate Star Trek figures, and we're going to test this out, and gosh, I hope they've addressed it, but you could never get them to sit. It was, it was, they sat really awkwardly, right? And uh, I'm a weird guy that's lucky enough to actually have a relatively accurate uh, to scale the Playmates figures uh, recreation of the original series bridge uh, along with chairs. So, and I've got my old school Playmates uh, original series figures in there and, you know, you kind of work on it and you can get them to sit in the chairs, but it's, it's pretty awkward. Uh, So we're going to see how Lieutenant Commander Data does tonight sitting in a chair and we're going to see how he does and how awkward it looks because hopefully Playmates, if you're listening, you're going to produce a, uh, a, a reissue of that next generation bridge. If you're making all these next gen characters, that would really be great. And uh, wow. I know a lot of people that back in the original day, playmates was going to release an original series bridge, but they never did. They never, never did. And so fans that I know uh, who are old school, original series fans have just, Oh, please. Now that they've got the license back, finally released. An original series bridge, which I think is one of the holy grails for many a toy collector. Well, friends, guess what? These figures can sit. 
<laughs> and sit, wow. sit, they can sit well. I'm going to take a quick shot of this uh, data in chair here for posterity's sake, because this is pretty great. And uh, we'll put that on the uh, Facebook page later. But I got to tell you, he sits and sits well. Um, this has been a complaint that many folks have had over the years, not just me. Uh, he looks a little blue in this photo, but I, he's not. <laughs> he's, he's data. But uh, he sits really well, and uh, none of the articulation is hindered. Um, his butt is right in the chair where you'd expect it to be. Um, I call that a win, Playmates, uh, a major win. And, uh, again, the articulation he just moves right back into his standing position just fine. Uh, I don't say a sense that this is going to be a figure where you get a lot of loose joints and problems. Let's check out uh, Commander Data's accessories real quickly. He comes with a uh, hand phaser and this hand phaser and a, a tricorder. And I always thought, did anyone else think it was kind of odd, especially you saw a lot in the uh, first couple series of Next Gen, whenever they go on a landing party, like Data's got a tricorder and he's providing readings with the tricorder, right? But wasn't Data a tricorder himself? I mean, come on, right? Why would he need to look at a device when he's able to, like, basically, the atmosphere is toxic, Captain. We should get the hell out of here, right? I mean, come on. I mean, he is a tricorder. To have him have to read off your tricorder, I mean, you know, human comfort and all is one thing. But come on, Data. I always I thought that was a little strange. I attribute that to the fact that he's the Spock character of Next Generation, and Spock was always <laughs> the one with the with the tricorder. So you know, I think that's like a good call. And again, yeah. we should all remind ourselves, right? These are toys. These are meant to be fun things for kids and the kid at heart to play with. Uh, I'm looking at the tricorder, and I'm not remembering this being the same from the uh, original release of the accessories. They're all painted one color. They're gray, but they have like a little. Uh, band around the back of them that like you could use to slip in someone's hand rather than just have them holding it um it does seem like it's a little awkward to get him to hold it no there he's got it he's holding it just fine but that kind of weird rotating band on the back i can see that being something that maybe folks want to uh remove from their tricorder i'm not really sure what the what the game is with that if it's uh, is meant to sort of be positioned on his arm if you uh, and of course I just dropped mine on the carpet, so I got to get down here and get it back, because that's what you do. You drop accessories and you lose them, right? They'll be accessory the size of like a pea, <laughs> it will disappear in your carpeting for months and months and months. But it looks good. It looks good. He comes with the uh, tricorder. He comes with the phaser, and the phaser's got the beam and the kind of orange beam sticking out of it permanently there again that's something you also might want to just cut off for more screen accuracy i do love my screen accuracy where things look more uh you know faithful to the way they did on the show well paul uh, isn't it the it's kind of the wide band phaser too like it's not a it's not a tiny beam that comes out it kind of comes out like a triangle right yeah yeah exactly it kind of narrows at the tip and then widens out so i guess if you want to ugh, have it like, hit somebody in the in the chest and knock him over. Then you've got that there. And then he's got some other zany device that I'm sure he probably looks like a season one device, a diagnostic testing unit with monitor. And if you, it looks like, I don't know, some kind of weird adult toy that you shouldn't know what. <laughs> I was wondering or if it was could, like a Borg attachment or something. Or a vacuum cleaner. I'm really not sure what it is to be frank, but it's, it's, it's a little zany, but it has plenty of these kind of gripping handles to, uh, strap around the back of the hand or whatever it might be, uh, but uh, unusual. But that is our first open Commander Data 
he is looking pretty smart. So I, I'm really happy with that. Uh, I really want to go on to our next figure, though, uh, because this is exciting. I kind of want to go in the order that Playmates originally released some of their figures here from uh, current shows to new. I have been dying to open this next figure here, dying, friends, to get him out of his blister, because I, in addition to the next gen and the TV lines, they have what's called the uh, classic Star Trek lines, okay? And the classic Star Trek lines is probably where we're going to see figures from the original series, but most particular from the movie series, okay? And this is Admiral James T. Kirk, William Shatner himself. He is here, and uh, there are going to be – this is, again, the Wrath of Khan uh, release, and it, the packaging, the blister card looks so eerily similar to the way it did when these figures first came out here. Um, these accessories are more movie accurate. Um, there's a little clip on the back of the tricorder that's good because it was like a wrist tricorder that they wore in the movie. So that's good there. But none of the other accessories like his PADD, uh, I guess that's what that was, or pad or phaser have anything that's clipping or sticking out of Captain's it. Unusual. Log. What's that again? Captain's log. Look at the back of your card. <laughs> ah, Captain's log. Okay, a portable electronic device for recording personal log entries during Star. Just how personal are those log entries, Charles? Can I? You want to weigh in on uh, that? You got the official logs and the personal logs. Yeah. Okay. There's an Orion woman who keeps staring at me in the bar. I'm not sure if I should approach her or not. Uh, maybe I'll save that for my personal log. Yeah, so I'll say, well, but, if you uh, watch Lower Decks on Thursday <laughs> night, then there's all, you know how personal those logs can be from Boimler. I guess so, man. I, <laughs> yeah. I still got to get caught up with my Lower Decks. It's been, uh, I have not had any time for much TV lately. the hair dye. Yep, the hair okay, dye. Okay, I'm super excited. Admiral Kirk's coming out of his blister. This will be an exciting moment, and there he is, friends. I'm going to hold him up next to his old issue counterpart here, and I would say, uh, well, this, it's really interesting, because I don't know that this is a better likeness of Shatner, or I'm really not 100%. The detailing of the uniform is absolutely 100% better. Uh, This looks like a very young William Shatner, uh, which is interesting. Uh, He's got the puffy, blow-dried hair, look from the movie era, right? Because everyone had a lot of poofy hair in those days because it was the, uh, the 90s. Uh, uniform looks super, super good. All that same articulation I mentioned from Data is present here, except even more so. He's got like rocker ankles, right? His uh, ankles actually bend around, and you can, in addition to the turning wrists, uh, they move up and up and up and look super, super cool. And... Uh, Looks great. Uh, one thing that's interesting, while this does look like a younger version of William Shatner compared to the old uh, figure, because it is Admiral Kirk, after all, right? It's not Captain Kirk. Um, I say this with a, the appropriate amount of love, Bill, because we're all in the twilight of our years, after all. Um, but it does appear, Playmates, that you have rendered this new Admiral Kirk with a, Kirk with a, a little more of a punch <laughs> this time than you did on his uh, 90s precursor. He definitely has a little bit more of a stout, uh, you know, he's filling out his uh, red uniform here. Uh, a little more, they did. It's subtle, but it seems like it's deliberate. So I don't know. But uh, 
I think it looks like a great figure. I got to see if he'll sit in the chair because it's original series stuff, uh, original movie stuff. And will the uh, kind of hanging off lower hip of the uniform impede his ability to sit? The knees bend great. These rocker ankles are a super nice choice. I'm seeing that it looks like his, because he's going to have to sit in the captain's chair. It's kind of like a skirt, the way the, uh, the uniform at the hip is, right? And I just want to see if that's going to impede sitability here. Sitability? I think we're going to that's call that word. a new phrase. That's can, totally we, can, can I get a ruling? Yeah, no, no <laughs> I'll allow it. Sitability is good. But a little bit. Um, it does a little bit. I think it's one of those things that, uh, as action figure collectors know, if like you uh, ever have an issue where the plastic's not working for you and you need it to just bend a little bit uh, one way or another way to make it be more uh, super for you, um, a little hot water will work. Okay? It definitely uh, a little hot water is going to do, uh, cause he doesn't sit all the way back in his chair there completely. It's not bad, but it uh, certainly could be, I don't think it's just the, the quality of the plastic, but I wouldn't at this point, I definitely would adopt a beggars can't be choosers perspective because to have these new figures at all is frankly miraculous. And it's just thrilling that the, I think we'll be able to get him to sit great compared to how the old Kirk was. Oh, my God. The old Kirk came out uh, even for the Wrath of Khan packaging, right? He was really part of, like, the, the launch for the Generations movie line. And while the next-gen figures and all the Deep Space Nine figures and the classic show figures that were being put out there had decent articulation, like we talked about with the elbows, knees, and wrists, and, well, pretty pretty decent, not really a wrist articulation, but he at least had knees and elbows, right? Uh the movie ones were what we kind of think of as five POA, right? Five points of articulation only. Like you could move the arms at the armpit and you could maybe move the legs a little bit, but you couldn't even begin to get this guy uh, in a sitting position ever. I mean, uh, I've had a couple where I had to like take them, you know, the classic figures and swap them off with like the, the lower half of like a, later released Deep Space Nine figure just to be able to get him to move, right? Cause, but this Kirk from the old ones that they did is not – he can't even barely get him to stand up straight, let alone move the legs. So they were a real challenge uh, for Van. So, Paul, you're Paul. talking – oh, sorry. Go ahead, Charles, and then I want to ask him a question too. i got a question for you, Paul. The original figure, is his lower uniform as wrinkled as the new Kirk? I like the wrinkles in this new uniform on the bottom, below the kneecap. Let's leave a little uh, side by side here. I would below, oh, you mean in the pants? Pant wrinkles. In the yeah. pants. Pant below wrinkles. the kneecap. I'm, the new figure would, looks a little more wrinkled, a little bit more like the real uniform. Yeah, I would say yes, very wrinkly. Um, I don't think that uh, Admiral Picard or Admiral Picard, Admiral Kirk has been doing a lot of his own ironing. <laughs> so, Paul, I was wondering about those. You were talking to articulation, so you said 14 points. So I've got wrist, wrist, knee, knee, hip, hip. That's six. Then I got uh, – uh, oh, sorry, and I missed ankle, ankle. So that's two more. Then I got elbow, elbow. That's up to 10. I got shoulder, shoulder. That's up to 12. And then I got head. That's 13. Where's the 14th? 
I was told there'd be no math on this show. <laughs> does the head move? Hey. I guess what I'm really asking is, does the head turn? The head turns. Did you get the t- the neck? Does it move up and down and turn, or um, a little bit? Yeah. Swivel? Or does his waist swivel? Or I don't think oh. that on this one the waist swivels. Let me look at data. The waist doesn't swivel on data. I mean, it's only 13. I can't figure out what the 14th one is. Let's see. Neck is one, and then you got the armpits is two and three. The elbows is four and five. The wrists is six and seven. You got the hips for eight and nine. The knees are 10 and 11. And the rocker ankles are 12 and 13. And then the, oh, the feet themselves rotate beyond the rocker ankles. So I think oh, that's okay. 14. So right, they, they, they both uh, pivot up and down, like from heel to toe with okay. the rocker ankles, but they also rotate. So if you want to like make it so that Admiral Kirk's feet point backwards like there was a bad transporter accident <laughs> that dream can come true friends and it's true you can make that happen i'm making that happen right now with my hat and milk like, scotty what have you done to me you son of a gun with your backwards transporting controls i'll never forgive you so yeah um uh, playmates gotta say fabulous upgrade here uh fabulous upgrade this is much improved uh Wrinkled pants and all, backwards feet and all. This is the kind of thing we were hoping to see. Please get rocking and rolling so that we can have original series figures with this level of detail, with the same uniform upgrades, with the same articulation upgrades. Gosh, these would be so great to have. Uh, the original series crew, right, uh, that, that came out for, you know, the original bridge crew, they only came out in a box set. Right, a box set of like, you know, whatever it was, I think six figures, right, all together. And that was the only way you could get them until they made different variations. But, you know, they're pretty decent, but, you know, not everyone was able to get that box set, right? Because, you know, not everybody could afford it back in the day or what have you. So I, I really think that there's a massive, uh, folks, just huge uh, audience uh, for the original series stuff, uh, especially a lot of the original series figures that never were produced that we hope would be. And I can say way more about that later if we have time. But uh, these are just both terrific. Both, so, so far, we're two for two, Playmates. Liking these a lot. Charles, you've got a couple of these figures in your possession, right, buddy? Do you concur? Yes, do you do. think that these are, are these making you happy so far? I, I've got to, I don't have any really too much in too many TOS characters yet. Now I realize I probably do want a couple of figures. But I'm going to say right off the bat, I bet you they can make one figure and they're going to have trouble keeping it in stock for a couple of years. <laughs> they need Michelle in Maroon. Ahura in a in Ahura in her maroons. Meaning the when you say the maroons, like the red, uh, the, red the red the red jackets. The, yeah. So like the jackets from the show, not from the show, but from the movies. Yeah, the movies. from yeah, Star Trek Two: Last Con. Star Got Trek it. Six. Okay. This, well, the guys, is the uh, red jackets are nicknamed we, several things, including maroons. Which is what we, I like uh, to call them. We have to take a quick commercial break. We're halfway through our show. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Run to the microwave. Get your chicken wings. But hurry right back. Hi there. This is Eric from Trek Talking. 
Do you own a business, produce a product, or are planning an event that would appeal to Star Trek fans? Would you like to harness the power of this podcast to get your message out to the world? We here at Trek Talking are a show made by fans for fans, and we would love to help you share your love of Star Trek on the air, live every Monday and Thursday night at 7.30 Eastern. Contact us through Facebook Messenger at facebook.com slash trektalkingandbeyond or email us using the contact link on our website at podpage.com slash trek-talking. We can't wait to hear from you. Engage. And we're back. This is our first episode of The Toy Chest, and we're talking with Paul, the toy guy, about the new Playmates figures, and we're in the middle of talking about the possibility of a Nichelle Nichols in her Monster Maroons from the TOS movies era figure. And uh, what do you think about that, Paul? Oh, I think they should do. I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's a, you know, obviously something that the fans would be bananas for, right? It's just, a, I mean, so many of these characters but are iconic. I mean, no other word really is appropriate, right? But especially given how recently her passing is. Um, not that Playmates is into it to, you know, milk the gravy train or what have you, but I'm sure that they are thinking about this because, you know, they had a pretty good demonstration in the fan community, right, of how incredibly beloved she is, right? And there would be a lot... I know they did a, a Nichelle Nichols from the motion picture Playmates did, which was really, really lovely. They did a really nice version of her there. Um, but I think it, all these characters need to get... Uh, uh, re- redone and I think it will be wonderful but uh, absolutely I mean you could even do you know something you, I'm sure the industry's changed so much since the early 90s guys it's just like I'm sure they're looking at some of the things that the old Hasbro has done with the Star Wars license over the years right and part of what they did for a while that was really interesting and fun would if they wanted to they would do like a special box set with multiple uh, likenesses of the same character right a sort of an evolution type of thing Right. I'm sure they could do that, do a special collector's set uh, edition of, uh, of Lieutenant Avora, right, across all the time. How she looked in the original series, how she looked in the movies, how she looked in the motion picture, right, and, and do all those different looks in different uniforms. People would eat it up. They would absolutely love that. Yes. So, Absolutely. I want to be mindful of time because I run off at the mouth here, and I want to make sure we leave time for all, any other questions or freewheeling at the end. But I've got two more figures to open. Real quickly, now we're moving away from Next Gen, we're moving away from the movies, and we're moving into the latest and greatest on uh, Paramount+. Plus. We now have figures, the first ones ever, from Discovery, which I'm super excited about. Uh, a couple years ago, when the show first debuted, uh, there were supposed to be, I'm sure a lot of fan, toy collectors know this, but there were supposed to be some initial uh, Star Trek Discovery uh, figures. They only showed like a couple prototypes right one of them was michelle burnham or michael burnham rather excuse me mondays are brutal <laughs> but uh michael burnham in like a spacesuit, right from like the early uh that uh would have been cool but didn't really give much of a look of her in her uniform and uh and i think the other one was one of the, the early discovery klingons like takuma or something like that but uh, they never got produced they never got produced so everyone was bummed, especially, you know, uh, rabid Discovery fans. They're like, how come we're not getting into the game here? What's the deal with us? So there's been a, a, a dormancy, and folks have been really hungry, hungry for these. I'm trying not to cut my thumb off while I do this. <laughs> uh, 
talk and chew gum at the same time, you got it. Uh, but yeah, so the fact that we are finally getting discovery figures is absolutely fantastic. And I'd like to point out that these discovery figures are taking us back to the first season or thereabouts of the show. Not currently where we have Captain Michael Burnham, but this is Science Officer Burnham. Okay, and so a very early uh, look at her from how we have her uh, now uh, compared to how we see her on the show now. So I kind of like that because to me that says maybe you know, they're going in order. Maybe they're going to you know, give these uh, more than one, hopefully, uh, rendition. We'll get to see them over the course of uh, you know, multiple seasons, and they do several different versions of the character, which would be absolutely fantastic. So that's what I'm hoping for here. But this is early Michael Burnham. An early uh, Commander Saru. So you have both these two characters, and they have great-looking accessories, I have to say. Rather than what we saw with the first two characters, where they were more like the original releases in just the one dull gray color, these accessories are in numerous colors. Okay, so let's take a look first at Michael Burnham. We'll pop her open here real quickly. And the phaser is nice and accurate in black. And uh, if you were on uh, the Facebook page earlier today, you might have seen a close-up of Alice in Wonderland that was on there going, what is that? Alice in Wonderland. And, of course, fans of the show uh, should remember uh, what that's all about there because it's a copy of the book, Alice in Wonderland. I should be specific because I think one person commented about this on the uh, Facebook page today is uh, it was a favorite of Amanda Grayson. Right, who frequently read uh, through Looking Glass, uh, yeah, Alice in Wonderland, to Spock and Michael Burnham when they were kids, right? And Amanda gave a physical copy of the book to Burnham when she graduated from the Vulcan Science Academy. And I believe at one point, I uh, remember Burnham loaned it out to, uh, to Tilly, if I remember correctly. Pretty sure, pretty sure. And so we'll put these next to each other here. I'm remembering the uh, Discovery episode, Context is for Kings, where we had uh, a reference to the Alice in Wonderland book, and I am just popped it out here. Excellent. Oh, these are really nice accessories. That's one place where Playmates never skimped, was in giving you good accessories for the figures. You wouldn't just get one or two. You'd usually get three or four, which is great, and that's the same case here. Okay, let's see what we got here. Boy, this looks really good. Um, the one thing I got to say is uh, it's not the best face sculpt, friends, of uh, Commander Burnham. She looks kind of wide-eyed, like she just, you know, opened a refrigerator and saw a bunch of spoiled food, maybe. <laughs> it's like, what happened to my lunch? <laughs> really wide-eyed and kind of shocked. Like, oh, say Shatner says what? I mean, that's the expression she's got on her face, right? She's like, I'm not beaming out of this planet. You are out of your mind. <laughs> so the face sculpt, uh, it's, uh, I think the sculpt's probably fine. It's just the paint applications are really sort of dodgy, let's just say. I mean, again, these are made by a big factory in China, right? Uh, in as fast as they can possibly crank stuff out, right? So attention to detail. It's not like you have a you know, a high-end sculpted, fig painted figure here. This is something that's done quickly, but excellent articulation throughout all over the place. Really, really uh, ease of movement. The sculpting looks great. Absolutely looks good. Uh, no qualms or quibbles. This character is going to sit down without any concern at all. 
she does look terrified. She does not look happy to be here. I will just say that. It's kind of like, she's like, you want me to go on that show with these idiots? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's a, it's kind of shocking, but uh, I want to do a side-by-side with Saru here to uh, get a sense of the height comparison. Uh, so, and I'm, like I said, I'm going to put pictures of these all over the Facebook later. So um, I'm liking what I'm seeing, though. They're super, super fun. I just still can't believe that I'm holding, <laughs> I'm holding Discovery figures. It's been a long wait, cats and kittens. So we've got all kinds of different artifacts for Saru here, including his little tricorder and phaser and another artifact. Gentlemen, uh, on the cast here, can anyone tell me what that other white... Uh, That's... It's the Kelpian knife, and Jim might know the exact name or Eric. A Kelpian knife. The, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I wasn't sure what that was. I was just like, I, memory is not always the most dependable thing when it's something from several seasons ago, right? So, I was not sure. Yeah, I don't but think they cool. give it. I don't think they give it another uh, name other than just a Kelpian knife, and it's uh, it's not like a ceremonial thing. It's actually one of their farming tools. Oh, okay, cool. But it's nice that they did it, and it's not just in the same color as everything else. It's white, which is great. So I think that's a really cool touch to make it you know, more authentic like that. Very, very cool. Um, nice little detailing on the sculpt with good ridges, uh, good curve to it. Really, really nice detailing on both sides. So I think that's really, really cool. All right. He is coming out, friends. He's coming out of his blister. The last opening of the show. I just want to see he's got an extra little security thing on his arm there, Playmates. My God, I think he's going to be a mess. Saru stealing? That's crazy. <laughs> Apparently they're really concerned. But he's free. He's free. He's free. Okay. And uh, he is significantly taller than Michael Burnham, as he should be. I want to try to... Oh, and look at those feet. Those feet are spectacular. They... Uh, does anyone... Do, does everyone in their mind think of Saru's feet as hooves? Yeah, they do. Or is it just me? Yeah. On the show. Okay. <laughs> They do, yeah, because he's definitely kind of got that, like, I am entering the Kentucky Derby, Michael. <laughs> oh, crazy, oh. crazy hooves. They're wild. Not this year, but a couple years ago, somebody did a cosplay as Saru, and he did have sort of a hoof foot. And that that cosplayer was very talented in that walk, trying to walk in that you know in that in that shoe. Yeah, Doug Jones describes <laughs> it as walking in high heels without the heels. Wow, well, I bet it looks really challenging. Yeah. I will tell you though, speaking of the feet here right now, I'm running into an issue um, that is I'm sure going to vex many a fan. Um, and you're going to need to probably use the the provided stand to get him to stand because to get him to stand without that, uh, you know, uh, Delta shield base is not easy. And it looks the same as the old ones, if I'm not mistaken, Paul, where the base actually has a little nub that sticks up and likely in the bottom of the feet, there's probably a hole that that fits into, correct? Exactly. Yeah. It's got that little thing that sticks up there, goes right in there. It's interesting that both feet have a hole. Yes, you can yeah, because you don't know how you might want to do it, right? You might want to have them on one side yeah. facing however your display thing is. 
And, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, uh, it's really, I'm sure it's probably because I'm just, you know, preoccupied with a million things going here. So it's probably taking me a little bit longer to uh, get him to balance. But I'm sure he can be balanced would be my guess. It's just, it's going to take a little work with those feet to balance him correctly. But uh, I am super happy with what I'm seeing from both of these figures. I really like what they did with Saru's face. Okay. And I want to pay particular attention uh, I'm sure there's a lot. I I can't be the only Saru fan, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure oh, a lot no. of people. Oh think, no, one of my favorites. Oh, no. You're not the only one. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a great character. He's really interesting. But I will tell you what, I'm just now noticing this here. Well, he may be difficult. I love his ganglia. Stand. That's my my favorite part is his ganglia. I hear. Oh, who doesn't love a good ganglia? Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you, it's like okay, yeah, he can be a little difficult to stand. But this is one of the things I always used to love about Playmates because, um, and they are still doing it now. I'm, I'm gratified to see. Um, check out the back of Saru's head, okay? And the detailing is outstanding. It's really, really great. They've really tried to capture uh, as many of the details as they can. Some oh, of them wow. are painted on, some of them are sculpts. But it's really nice to be able to see that, right? It's, it's kind of a blend of like texture and like paint applications on there as well. So it really makes it stand out super, super well. Um, I think it's a terrific figure. Um, you know, will it be hard to stand a little bit? Maybe. Will I figure it out eventually tonight before I go to sleep? <laughs> Put your money on yes. Because <laughs> I'll be playing with these figures for a while. Um, these are really, really great. Um, I you know, uh, Saru might be my favorite of all of these new figures. I really like this character. Um, and it's just great to see such an unusual character given uh, a treatment like this. Um, absolutely great. His head tilts to one side, kind of if you want to do that kind of uh, questioning look that Saru mm-hmm. often has when he's, you know, is like his head very much tilts to one side, which is great. Um, so you can have a, you know, react to the crazy stuff that Michael Burnham says, right? You kind of go, I can't believe you would suggest that we do that, Michael. <laughs> Tilts to one side really well. Um, his hands uh, are appropriately uh, textured and look different. Um, yeah, oh, noticed, he looks absolutely I great. Those, I noticed those big rectangles on his thighs. Are those like, um, like those don't move or, or do anything, right? They just kind of maybe your pockets or something. Yeah, I think they're just like t- pockets. And uh, in case you had money writing on it, anybody, I've got him to stand independently now. So nice. <laughs> Don't worry, it's okay. Nothing's bad will happen. It's going to be okay. Playmates is like, thank God. <laughs> One of the things but he stands up great. Well, and yeah, those are just like pockets, I think, or pleats, Eric. Uh, just uh, nothing that opens or not a feature or anything like that. But uh but yeah, he stands up just fine. He's live photos of what he's uh, what he's opening right now, and I guess one of the things I'm noticing about these two figures, when compared to one another, is the proportions are really they feel more accurate. I mean, I don't know if the heads are too big or not, but I can tell you that you know Michael Burnham's thighs. She's a woman, right? So her thighs look just a little bigger. Saru's thighs are really super skinny. You know, she's got a nice proportion to her whole torso and the way her arms attach, whereas. Saru has these super long arms, you know, that go like halfway down to his knees because that's how big yeah. he's built. I think that's an excellent well, point, my friend. Really, really good point is uh, they do seem more uh, anatomically accurate and well-proportioned. Uh, I'd say the same thing with Data on here, too. Uh, really, really nice uh, job in terms of, you know, using the technology to make a product that doesn't seem dated, you know, and uh, it retains still the vibe 
that's one thing is like they weren't super realistic figures uh, back in the day when playmates did them right they were more but they weren't like cartoony they were this weird hybrid of like uh you know accuracy and evocation almost if that makes any sense but i wow. think they've done a really great job of capturing that uh I, I, I'm, that's what a lot of us were concerned about. Will they feel like Playmates figures of old, right? Uh, but I think they really do. Uh, I'd just like to say to everybody at Playmates, kudos, friends. It's great to have you back. And uh, I'm super – just this was so much fun to look at all these together and to have the experience of checking them out and uh, really examining them. Um, this was delightful. Paul, I want to uh, comment on the packaging on something that I like. You're used to these kind of figures and they're in the package sitting straight up. These are not, they are not standing straight up. They have their knees bent. You look in the packaging, Michael's got her left knee bent. Saru's got his right knee bent. They're not perfectly straight. They show that these figures bend at the knees because they actually show the, the knee slightly bent on the package. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really I good like point. How um, they do I like them doing that because, like, okay, yes, these you you do have the bends in these figures. Well, yeah, uh, definitely uh, the, uh, the articulation is uh, really great. We we have a caller on the line, Paul. Oh, excellent! Patch them through, Scotty. Well, let's see if let's see if Scotty can work uh-huh. his miracles. Let's see. Hi, is Hello. that me? That's you. That's you. Welcome to the show. What's I your name? Where you calling? Thank you for letting me call or for letting me talk. Um, we spoke a week or two ago. I'm Suzanne. I'm from New York. Nice oh, to see you. hi, Suzanne. hi, Suzanne. Nice I'm a nurse. I am at work right now. I have about four hours left of a 16-hour shift. Oh, I told boy. you that you have a new listener when I am at work um, mm-hmm. and things are slow, and we are right now. I've been listening. I think this is an incredible conversation. I'm grateful for it. Um, I'm 38, so I grew up in the 90s playing with these action figures. Now, to be, to be truthful, my mother got them from my brother. And she got me the Barbies and Polly Pockets, which I liked, but I liked them both. Mm-hmm. Um, I would play with my brother's action figures. We had the shuttlecraft. We had the data. It was just remembering these things. Now, my sister, who you <laughs> met, uh, if you remember with the baby, she's got four older ones. And when they were little, they destroyed the toys. And it's not something I like to talk about often because it's hurtful. Um, I should have had those, those action figures. But anyway, this was a lovely conversation, and it was awesome listening to you as I pass out medication. Uh, oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you, Suzanne. You're the best. You are the best. I got to tell nah, you, 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 have the, you have the hardest job on the planet. I work with a lot of nurses in my Clark Kent job, and uh, there is nobody that is more worthy of kudos and uh, appreciation than what you do for a living. Um, thank you for everything. Um, you, you make thank the world you. a better place. And thanks for sharing your enthusiasm about our figures and stuff. This is great. I hope you're able to track some of these down because I think you really like them. And you're going to be back oh, in the, the, the land of childhood again playing with them. It'll be so based fun. On these, 
based on the descriptions of these of Saru and Michael Burnham, I was already going to get into it, um, but I will be purchasing it as soon as I am able to. <laughs> uh, I, I can't wait. And the, the 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 quality across all of them, from the the data to the movie Kirk to the Discovery ones, they all feel very consistent. Uh, the plastic is a little different from one to the other. Um, but not dramatically or, you know, it, it's more like, I think, how the plastic is painted. Uh, they have a, a slightly rubbery feel to them, uh, especially Kirk in his movie costume is a little bit rubbery. But, you know, it just feels appropriate. And uh, I, I just think they did a really great job here. Um, I'm super uh, excited for the ones that uh, Jim mentioned earlier that have not been released yet but are coming. I've got them all pre-ordered, and I can't wait for them to get here. We're getting uh, Picard. We're getting Riker, which is super exciting. We're getting uh, 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 who am I forgetting? <laughs> Whoa! What was that? <laughs> uh, scared me. Uh, that scared me. We're also, I think, supposed to be getting at least by next year at least two or three of the prodigy figures. I think those are coming out this fall now that you mention it. That's right, Charles. There are some projects. I think they, I don't know if they're going to be in the same scale or bigger, but I got to grab those. Of course, immediately what yeah. comes to mind, and I know we're running up against the clock here, but I am super excited. Khan, thank you. Yeah, we're getting Khan um, from, and Spock, Commander Spock from the movie, and his movie uh, uh, Maroons, I guess is what you say, right? So that's, that's what all the young people say is just Maroons. Okay. But, yeah, that's, that's coming soon as well. So super excited for those remaining figures. Uh, Got to catch them all, right? I mean, it's absolutely going to be nuts to have all these. Uh, of course, so what's the uh, Riker, Commander Spock, Picard, and Khan. So those are the other four of what we know about. And I know they're reissuing like a Playmates uh, original series Enterprise as well. So we have that vehicle coming out as well. And probably some, and like a phaser. And a phaser. And a phaser. Yeah. So I, I just, I cannot wait to find out what's coming in the next wave. I cannot wait. I, I know that I'm not speaking. I think this is a safe bet. that I'm betting a lot of fans like myself. When I look at these discovery figures, they're saying, okay, playmates, strange new worlds. When we get them, when we get them, right? Yeah. Because uh, people and love that show. Figures. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many characters. I mean, Jim, I hate to get your hopes up, right? But to me, I think this is a strong chance if, if I read my uh, uh, expectations for the next season of uh, Strange New Worlds appropriately, I think there could come a time in the not-too-distant future, Jim, where you're holding a Cybok figure in your hand. Oh, this would be that? awesome. How about that for something to think about? That that would be great. (laughs) And I want to tell you something else, Suzanne. I've reached out to Playmates, and they're going to be sending me uh, some samples uh, for us. And um, I will be giving those away on the podcast. So when we have our Playmates person on the show, all you have to do is give us a call, and you can win one for free. So keep that in in the back of your mind. I will absolutely keep it. More than in the back of my mind. <laughs> Good. I, I am so glad you called in tonight, Suzanne. This is just making making our night. So thank you so much. I'm so glad you had a good time listening to the show. That makes me so happy. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Of now, course. I don't know what figures they're going to send me until they send them. So I can't promise you it'll be a Saru or, or a Michael Burnham, but we will have figures, and I will be giving them away. So... And uh, you're the first one to know. (laughs) So, (laughs) 
Thank you. Awesome. I love that idea. It's like it's, people are going to love this. Sharing your work night with us, we really appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. You don't understand. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you have a good night. You All too. Right, Thank you. Live long and prosper. We are out of time, believe it or not. That hour flew by so fast, didn't it? <laughs> wow. Yeah, Paul, did a, Paul yeah. did a great job, though. Thanks for all the detail, buddy. Oh, uh, I hope yeah, it was fun. I, I got a little out of control. Oh, my God, a telly figure. That's what we need. We need a telly figure. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I hope it was fun. I tend to get so obsessively uh, enthusiastic about this topic, and it's just like this is you stuff know I've been we waiting need, for Paul. years for. We need a oh. we need a Giorgio figure with a with a uh, spring loaded leg that can sit <laughs> in the face standing behind her. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh my god. Tell me where to sign. I'll sign that petition right now. I mean it, oh my god. We we with need like that. Classic. With a dude you can put behind her that gets kicked in the face. Yeah, I'm ready. I need that. I need a Lorca figure. I I mean uh, I need it all, man. I need the whole thing. It's just like that. Uh, this is great. I, I, wonderful choice, Playmates. You did a great job putting these together. A, not only do I want Tilly, I would also love if they would do a Captain Killy figure <laughs> or Jet Reno. You know? Oh, yeah. dude. Oh, that, well, you, <laughs> yeah. you, 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 you want to talk? They'd never be able to keep him in stock. Oh my God! Jet uh, Reno. You know, yeah, talk about well, a character guys, with a massive well, fan base. <laughs> we we are we have gone over, but I think that's okay. I want to let you know that there will be no show on Monday because Monday is a holiday here in the United States, so there will be no Monday show, um, unfortunately. But we will be here on Thursday night, guys. We're going to be talking about Grounded, the premiere episode of. Star Trek Lower Decks. It was a lot of fun. I asked you guys to score it. I've tallied up your scores, and we're going to talk about it on Thursday night. We also have Shatner says, what? Star Trek birthdays and all <laughs> kinds of fun on Thursday night, so you don't want to miss that. I'm your most excellent host, Uncle Jim, saying I hope you enjoyed the first episode of The Toy Chest with the Paul, the toy guy. Uh, he set his wine down temporarily and picked up his toys, and, and we appreciate it. So I want to say thank you so much to Suzanne for taking time out of her busy schedule as a nurse to give us a call. So much, Suzanne. And I also want to say thank, thank you. you to our very, yep, very welcome. And thank you so much to our very own Charles from Las Vegas for hanging out and Trek talking with us. Thank you so much, Charles. Oh, thank you. I love talking about the toys. It's fun, isn't it? And of course, thank you to our very own Eric for hanging out and, uh, Trek talking with us about some Playmates figures. Thank you so much, Eric. Uh, you better believe it. It's all I can do not to drive the six blocks over to Paul's house right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you so much to Paul, the toy guy, for making this possible and sharing his insights and opening up the, the figures live on the radio. And uh, uh, he's been sending pictures throughout the podcast that we've been looking at. So keep an eye out on our Facebook page for some pictures to follow up because they look really spectacular. So thank you so, so much, Paul. We appreciate it. This was a hoot, man. This is the most fun you can have while wearing clothes. I had a great time. So let's do it again. <laughs> oh, we, we definitely are going to, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Excellent. 
We uh, you guys are the best, man. I always love hanging out with you guys. We have way more fun than uh, than you ever think you will. It's just such a blast. And to have toys be part of the mix is just like a dream come true, man. So, so much fun, Even gentlemen. Better. Thank you for the, for the fun. And thank you, Suzanne. Uh, live long and prosper, okay? You too, man. Thank you. And uh, listen, guys, uh, that brings us up to the end of the show. I want to make sure I tell everybody to stay safe and be good to each other. And always remember, Star Trek fans are the best fans, and you better believe that. I'm your most excellent host, Uncle Jim, saying hailing frequencies are closed. Good night, everybody. Good night, all. Thanks. Good night. Let's see what's out there. Engage. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.